Welcome in, kids. On today's episode, we're celebrating Valentine's Day. We're talking about using a skunk as a weapon. And what's going to happen to us when we die? Because till death do us part, you know? Let's get into it. Welcome to Just Kidding, a podcast we take very seriously because we don't take ourselves seriously. We're a husband and wife team talking about anything and everything. Random topics we see on the internet, sharing stories about our real life, and making fun of each other. Out of love, of course. And if we offend you, we're we're just just kidding. kidding. Hey, kids. (laughs) Hello, kiddies. Uh, This is our Valentine's Day episode. We do have some other random topics to discuss, but we're going to be, I don't know, talking about Valentine's Day things? Question mark? I may or may not be dressed up as Cupid right now. He may not. Um, Also... Well, I guess I should say first. Second. Jonathan, Jonathan doesn't know this, but the poll results are in about the bracket segment and what Uh-oh. we should name it. Uh-oh. It was dead 50-50. No. <laughs> but it was between bracket banter, which was mine, and what you were trying to say, which I clarified, which was what's all that bracket? Which was like you were trying to use bracket as racket, but you never quite got there. So it was between those two. So I guess I'll put up the poll again and see with just those two and see which one wins. Can I add a name? No, not at this time. Puppy's little red thing. What? Puppy's little red thing. Is this an inside joke that I'm not inside the circle of? Yes. With whom? They know. Is it a they? Yes. Not a he or a she? Not a he, she, them, hey, they, alien. Can you tell me who it is? My dad. (laughs) Okay. So when we decided this was going to be the Valentine's Day episode, I let Jonathan know that I had some things in mind. Um... Starting with a little uh, word association game. Is that what you would call it? That's what my psychiatrist calls it. Okay. So right before we recorded this, we, I gave Jonathan, how many? One, two, eight. I gave him eight words and told him first to write down the first thing that comes to mind, but then I clarify that that wasn't really the goal. The goal was to try to come up with the same answer. So for example, if I gave him the word just, we would write kidding. Yeah, that's what I meant. (laughs) So the goal is to come up with a common answer. This is going to go great. Yeah. So the first word is hot. Tamale. That's a good one. I didn't say that. I said dog. Oh, 
I would never think dog. Okay. But we tried. Number two. Cheese. Pizza. Wow. Over two. I said fries. I originally said burger. I I would think, me personally, I would have picked pizza or burger. But for some reason, those didn't come to me. But, I don't know. <sighs> All right. Number three. Apple. Pie. Pie. Yes. <laughs> we got one. <laughs> Number four. Air. Bud. Oh. Yep. I said pods. Airbud was the right I answer. Pods, then I was thinking bud instead. Airbud was the right answer. I know we didn't get this one the same. House. Boat. I said hunters. Like the show. House hunters. That might be because you're house hunting by yourself for don't, some imaginary house that you, don't you need, think we're getting. You don't need to tell my hobbies to people. I like to look at Zillow. I'm not alone in this. There is a very famous Instagram account that shares Zillow homes. I frequently discuss and share homes on Zillow with my best friend. This is a thing. People do this. Just because you don't do it. It's a hobby. I only do it when I'm actually looking for a house. Okay. Number six. Michael. Jackson. Jordan. I thought since we talked about him today. Jordan. About how you always wanted to go to the Neverland Ranch. Jordan. Jackson. I specifically said, first of all, I couldn't remember the name of it. I called it Candyland. I called it Fantasyland. Dreamland. Fantasy land. Touch me land. No, something else. No, that's what everybody else called it. All right. Child molester land. I'm disappointed. I am too. Michael I Jordan is the better answer. I like you than you think of yourself. Michael Jordan is the better answer. Sorry, not sorry. Number seven. Bed. Room. I tried. The first answer that came to mind, I didn't want to write down. So I kept thinking, trying to come up with a different one, and I couldn't. So I had to go with the first answer, which was bugs, which is disgusting. You know my history of this. That's not fun. Bed bugs? Well, they're ants. They're still bugs. Okay. Right? Ants are bugs. Last but bed. not least, happy. Place. I wrote. Gilmore. Valentine's Day. Ooh, happy Gilmore is a good one. I was also going to write life. Like, happy wife, happy life. You wish. <laughs> all right, so we got uh, one. Yes. Apple pie. Bringing all the Americans together. How many did you all get, kidders? No, they're Let kids. Let us know. Kids? Kidder, kidders sounds okay, kidders. questionable. Kids. kids. All right, kids, you take the test and see what you get. Let us know. Can you yeah. beat one? Challenger, spouse, Significant other, random neighbor, stranger you find on the street, homeless man outside the McDonald's, whatever suits your fancy. I dare you to get none. Can you do worse than we did? <laughs> All right. Um, do you want to do the Eric Winter thing next or share? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So Eric Winter, whom I love is married to Rosalind Sanchez. If you don't know who these people are, just Google them. We were 
shook when we found out that they were married. Because they don't go together, in my mind. Not at all. But they've been married a long time. 18 years. They just celebrated their 18th year of marriage. And they have kids together, and they're very happy. Congratulations, folks. <laughs> but anyway, they, they have a podcast. Dream. And uh, she's not American. But they have a podcast together. He said, she said, but the she said in Spanish because she's Hispanic. Anyway, they did an episode a while back, late last year, where they answered questions basically about each other. So in the fashion of like, how well do you know your spouse? Which clearly we're going to crush this. Hey, we did really well on that game we played. Yeah, we did. We got a game for Christmas. The couples game, is that what it was called? think so it was so simple so basic but it was like whiteboard things and it would have like a scenario or a question there was all different kinds of stuff and you were trying to match your spouse like you would on the newlywed game and we killed it but anyway all right so i have eight i did not plan that i have eight questions for us to answer okay i didn't plan for both things to be eight that's just how it worked out i stole both of these things from other people by the way the first word association thing was from, uh, we're going to call her donuts. And this one is from Eric Winter. So anyway. Jelly donuts? Would your, we, we call her that because her last name is a confectionery dessert brand name. We'll, we'll talk about this more off the air. Anyway, first question. It's Friday night. Would your spouse rather go out somewhere, anywhere, or stay in? We're talking about you? You're talking about me, and I'm talking about you. I don't think you ever want to leave the house. That is false. um, Except to go to Target or HomeSense slash HomeGoods slash TJ Maxx slash Marshalls. Nah, Marshalls is in uh Oh, no, not Marshalls. What is, what's the other one? No, that's TJ Maxx. All owned by the same people. If they just put the stores all together... Just make a huge one. That'd be amazing. Like a giant warehouse. She would live there. Like Home Depot, which I also love. But HomeGoods, HomeSense, TJ Maxx. Amazing. So I'm going to say you'd want to stay in. Okay. I am a homebody. I would rather stay in, especially on a Friday because I'm tired usually on Friday and I want to like have a glass of wine, eat a slice of pizza, veg out on the couch, watch like our show, probably not a movie because I'm going to fall asleep. So yes, I would agree. Or, well, I'll say that in a second. For you, you, I... I'm going to say, this is hard. It's Friday night specifically though. So I think I'm going to say stay in and order pizza and or crumble. No. And I'm watch. Kind of over crumble. Ooh, yeah. burn. Yep. I really wanted that hostess cupcake looking one that you described last week, but today was the last chance. Anyway, I say that because on Fridays, like you're tired. Jonathan's a teacher for anyone who doesn't know that. I used to be a teacher for anyone who doesn't know that. Um, And Friday teacher tired is just something else you've never experienced unless you've experienced it. Like it cannot be described. 
I can only fathom that the only other people that understand that is like nurses and doctors that have been on a long shift or even, um, I have a lot of friends that work in like blue collar jobs that work like do shift work, but that's also more of a physical exhaustion. I feel like shift work nurses, I feel like are the only other people that might have that like emotional and mental exhaustion in addition to the physical. But anyway, I would say you would stay in, but I also feel like you'd be like, let's go to Target and then come back home. Like right after work, we're going to go run and do something, walk around somewhere, whatever. And then we're going to come home and like eat dinner, watch TV, whatever. Well, that kind of is more in the mid-afternoon, late afternoon would be the going to Target. Early evening. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But I feel like a night, like a night, you would like a night in on a Friday. Now, to clarify, I think both of us in the past, that would be a different answer. Or at least for me, I feel like on in the past on a Friday night, I'm out every single time. Well... Currently, I would have to agree. I would like to stay in, probably order the pizza or yeah. have our besties come over and play bingo or a game. Ooh, bingo. Are yeah. we doing that? You tell Monthly me. Monthly bingo? I don't know. I'm feeling a little jaded right now, so we'll decide that later. With All right. bingo. Next question. What is your spouse's biggest fear? Now, when this question was asked on their podcast... I got the feeling that it was originally interpreted as like a phobia and then turned into like a deep emotional discussion. So let's let's just stick with the phobia. Well, because like Rosalind was like, Eric doesn't really have like a phobia. So his biggest fear would be like something bad. Jokingly, she said something bad happening to his face because he's beautiful. But she was really like something bad happening to the kids or something like that, which I have like that debilitating fear of. So let's go with phobias. What's your spouse's biggest phobia? I would say a pile, six piles of dirty laundry spread out randomly throughout the house with baby toys surrounding it. Like a moat. Okay, I actually and don't... And all the cushions are destroyed, and there is baby food on the carpet, and the blankets are not in place, the chairs aren't pushed in, So what you're des- all the lights are on, what you're describing... all the doors are almost closed, but not all the way closed, all the cabinets are being slammed... Okay. All the light bulbs are out. He's still going. The heat is out. Oh my the God. The air condition is out. It is freezing, but also hot. Wait, what? The basketball went down the sewer drain. True story. And that's all. To summarize, what I'm hearing you say is um, the house is a mess. Disarray. Disarray Chaos. is my biggest phobia. So actually most of what you described doesn't bother me. I actually don't mind picking yeah, up. Yeah, right. I don't mind picking up baby toys. I don't mind fixing blankets. I don't mind like most of the 
general cleaning tasks. What frustrates me is like when I'm just cleaned, everything's beautiful. I want to like start the diffuser, pour a glass of wine, relax on the couch and pretend like no one lives here. And then in comes my husband with his dirty ass shoes on. Leaves are now on my clean floor. Throws his jacket in the hallway. Keys, wallet, kitchen table. There's a trail of backpacks, lunchboxes, cups. God only knows what else. Basically, after I've just cleaned, an anonymous source comes in and carelessly disrespects the meticulous time and energy and attention to detail that I've put forth to make it look like no one lives here. Like we moved in yesterday. No one might be living here if that happens. But that was also not where I thought you were going with the phobia thing. Because I like, you're you're giving OCD, but I was really thinking you were going to say like, I'm scared of heights. Well, I've got a new I'm scared answer. of bridges. I've got a new answer. I, and that's really, the, that's really it. Those two things. I got a new answer. Okay. Cockroaches in the bed. <sighs> Not cockroaches, palmetto bugs, palmetto which bug. are in the same family, but palmetto bugs are not attracted to like icky environments like cockroaches are. Palmetto bugs are just, they they're just care. there. Yeah. They don't, they, if you don't live in the South, you don't understand this, but palmetto bugs are a type of cockroach, technically speaking. Like they're from the same family, genus, whatever the technical term is. But cockroaches are associated basically with like dirty environments or clutter, like cardboard, um, plastic bags, food being left out, things not being clean, etc. Palmetto bugs are just there. They do like certain things like a palm tree, but they are just there. Like they like to be and they're coming in. It's humid outside. You got AC inside. I'm coming in, baby. I'm did you popping just a tent. Santa hat a palmetto bug? I did because not everyone knows what they are. I know this because I've had several conversations. And I know for a fact we have listeners that are not in the South. Besides that, the height thing with her is for real. And to clarify, I love roller coasters. Like I'm a roller coaster junkie. So I'm an enigma. You are. And the bridges thing is like uh, final destination. It's not like I'm scared of the bridge itself. It's the intrusive thoughts that occur when I cross a bridge. Okay, next question. What is your spouse's guilty pleasure? Wait, you didn't tell me what my phobia was. Oh, sorry. Your phobia. Hmm. Um, a gummy bear shortage? That is scary. Oh, no. Mountain Dew shortage. There's no Mountain We don't joke about we that. We go to Sam's Club and there's no Mountain Dew. We don't joke about those things. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. I I could get more um, like serious or like deep-rooted like serious fears, but like phobia-wise, I don't think you have any like the normal, typical, like you're not scared of clowns, you're not scared of spiders, like that kind of stuff. I'm not scared of anything. But like, okay. But like, 
Sam's Club's out of Mountain Dew. You'd be like, um, hello? Excuse me? I will say, someone shaking my bottle of Mountain Dew. Oh, yeah. Is a bad thing. You get a little, like, leg twitch when you're loading the garage fridge with Mountain Dew and one tips over, like, on the shelf. Oh, absolutely. You'd be like, oh, my gosh, the carbonation is not top tier now. Especially in a bottle. Oh. Speaking of which, it's time for the audacity. an ad by our sponsor. <laughs> no, we're not doing this Tonight, today. Tonight, joining uh, the lovely Mountain yelling? Dew, we are joined by Sour Patch Kids. Oh, but big the big kids. ones. The big ones. Y'all. You've never had one. They're sour, then sweet, but they're also big. Two times bigger. That's what she said. Next question. Do the do. What is your spouse's guilty pleasure? Oh, the Kardashians. Ooh, you just really aired my dirty laundry right here on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And I will say there are other trash TV shows that I love. Also being a Swifty. I'm not a Swifty. I mean, I am now because other people are mad about her. And if it makes you mad, I'm a big fan. But I'm not a Swifty in general. Trash TV, I think, is my guilty pleasure. But I'm very picky about my trash TV because I don't like a lot of these popular... I'm not a Bachelor gal. I don't like the Real Housewives. I really love the Kardashians. And I'll tell you my number one reason why. Do you know it? I forget his name. It's the ex-husband. Scott Disick. That's my main man. I love him. Okay. Your guilty pleasure is oh oh i know one sour patch kids no big kids no 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 okay mountain dew and gummy bears yeah yeah cookies cool we get it not not a secret how about the um facebook video soap operas that you love so much i haven't watched one in a long time oh my gosh y'all you haven't lived life until you're in the kitchen cooking dinner And you hear from across the room, because you know, men don't have a down volume button on their phones, only the max volume at all times. You hear from across the room, some sultry, dramatic, inappropriate, uncomfortable, indescribable soap opera. I got pregnant by my uncle's baby mama's brother-in-law. Who's also my twin sister. Yeah. And it's on Facebook. Like people are making these videos as their hobby, as a job. Unclear. But my husband loves them. I have not watched one in about five years. That is such a lie. I've not watched one since we moved to Florida. That's such a lie. You've watched them since we've lived in this house. Yes, you have. Mm-hmm. I have receipts. On my Facebook. I have receipts. I would rather you have said Hallmark Christmas movies. Ooh, but that's not really guilty. You don't feel guilty about it, do you? You'd be watching that loud and proud. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with it. Right. I don't watch the gay ones, but I'm fine with the other ones. What phrase phrase does your spouse overuse? Or word, word or phrase, whatever. Absolutely. Yeah, I was going to say, but I always use it as an absolutely not. That's a good one. That's a good one. I thought you were going to say, love that for you. Because that's like the current phase I'm in. 
like it used Current, to be. It's been like 10 years you've been in that one. No, yeah, that and It Me. Mm-hmm. I tried to forget these phrases, <laughs> but thanks. For but this. Absolutely is actually a really good one. You know what yours is? And I don't think you know this. Okay. No. Germs um, are bad. A word that I had to actually Google to verify that it was a real word. Because I really thought it was one of those Kinseyisms where you just say a new I'm form a of a word. Book, by the way. Or like a roundabout relation to a word, but it's not an actual word. But Is it you toboggan? use this word. Oh, no, that's a good one. But you don't overuse that. Uh, depressive. I've never said depressive in my life. You're a liar. I have never said, you said say, depression. No. Depressed like the pedal. Never. I don't even know what that means. You use the term depressive so much and it makes my skin crawl because it doesn't sound like a real word. It is a real word. I looked it up totally because, world, right, world, because world. the first time you used it, I was like, I don't think that's a word. And words are kind of my thing. Never in my life ever heard any other human being besides you use that word. You use it so much. Can you give me an example? Because like uh, I don't you're think being I've depressive. It. Yeah, no, you use it. I'll start clarifying every time you use it now. It drives me crazy. Anyway. Maybe All right. you need to use a dictionary more often. You learn more words. I'm about to put you into a depressive. What is your spouse's annoying habit? Thinking she's always right. I don't think I'm always right. OCD. That's not a habit. That's a disorder. Thinking she's always right. Proven again. I don't think I'm always right. Having to have the doors closed all the way, even if we don't use them. Can you give an example? Why don't you look on your Instagram and find an example of you needing to keep the doors closed? No, I don't need to keep the doors closed. That's not the point. It's how you close doors. Like, you don't know how to close a door quietly. Okay, this is it. This is why I asked you this. Because it's correcting me. That's your annoying habit. Well, maybe you should be correct more often. I'll give you a correct opinion in a second. Go ahead. I'll have to come up with one. Right. Please stand by. Your annoying habit. Gosh, there's an array to choose from. I'm a lovely human um, being. I'm going to try to keep this lighthearted and unrelated to not closing doors or being extremely loud, which you are. I'm going to say... The closing door thing is BS. I'm going to say you're like leaving stuff everywhere all the time. I did not throw a jacket on the floor. The jacket was on the chair. It was drunk in public. and It was drunk in public. It was drunk in the bar it and was it was in thrown in the public. So I don't even know how you're saying it was on the floor. I never said it was on the floor. You said earlier, throwing a jacket on the floor and walking in with leaves on my shoes. I was just using this as an example. But this is now like, this goes further than clothes. This is like the contact solution. 
migrates around the bathroom. When you take the tags off of... It's not on the floor, folks. It's just not in the holder that she wants it to be. Taking the tags off of new clothes and leaving them literally wherever you are. If you take the tag off a t-shirt in the living room, you're leaving the tag on the TV stand. If you take the tag off of a pair of jeans in the kitchen, you're leaving the tag on the kitchen counter. Like, you leave the tag to anything wherever it is. It's called short-term memory loss. <laughs> right. Okay. That's, that's your annoying habit. You leave stuff wherever. Like, anything. Any object. It is a lot of clothes, no, but the, the clothes, I feel like, is easier for me because I can just pick them up and move them, obviously. I will agree with the tag situation. Mm -hmm. The rest of what you're trying to pile into one thing, mm. I totally disagree. Of course you do. There are spots that I put things continuously every day in the same spot. They're not in different spots. The only thing would be the tags. That's I'm false. trying to be better at that. That's false. You put stuff all over all the time. You couldn't even find your own jacket today when we were leaving. No. You were I like, th I thought it was on the back of the chair. Didn't I put it on the back of the chair? Oh, no, it's in this bag. How did it get in this bag? Well, no, see, that's a different situation because I got to the track meet, cross-country meet, and... It's neither track nor cross-country, cross let the country. record show. Well, it's just a random gr it is group now of kids called cross -country running meet. around. But, and okay. I realized that I was colder than I thought, and... I was thinking that I had put my sweatshirt in the truck by itself, but it was not in the truck. Oh, so I figured I had left it on the chair where I left it this morning because I threw it on there and because I remember going two points because it landed perfectly on there. Love that for you. Now I actually had put it in my backpack, so I was freezing for no reason. But that's a different story. Okay. Next question. This game might cause us to no, get a these, divorce. No, these three... No. <laughs> yeah, right. These three are a little more lighthearted. What's your spouse's favorite movie? This is a trick question. And I distinctly remember... What category? Right. And I distinctly remember um, at my baby shower that my mom threw, which was wonderful, that one of the questions that you had to answer like ahead of time was what was my favorite movie. And I remember at the baby shower... Being like, he answered that question better than I did. <laughs> That's how it is. Uh, I have you a did that few, earlier with this other game. I do have a few favorites. So I feel like anyone that you would say would be correct. So go ahead. Well, I think we've had this conversation. And I would originally say Step Brothers or the Santa Claus. But Ooh, I yeah. think it's How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Ooh. None of those answers are incorrect. I have like a categorical favorite situation favorite christmas movies the santa claus favorite chick flick really the only chick flick that i feel like i couldn't live without is how to lose a guy in 10 days but you like the princess bride too the princess bride i've never seen that before in my life princess diaries diaries oh love that yeah but i mean also the books were phenomenal so i could just read the books but anyway uh stepbrothers Favorite comedy. Um, 
Walk the Line. Don't know what category you put that in. Also a favorite. Drama. The Dark Knight. Also a favorite. So all of those are really my favorite. They're all so different. So it's hard to choose, you know? Also, let's not even get started on horror movies. Because I got a lot of favorites. So anyway, I'm like a categorical favorites person. So all your answers are correct. All right. I don't know if I know the actual like right answer to this. I think your favorite movie is Mary Poppins. But I also feel like that's from a nostalgic sense. And I feel like you'd be like, oh my gosh, that's not my favorite movie. It is. You love Dick Van Dyke. I love Dick Van Dyke, yes. But I also would say still James Bond. Strong. But like the whole, all of them. Like just as a whole, the whole experience of James Bond is a favorite of yours. Well, that's a different Now, some are, some are obviously better than others. And that's my favorite character. But that movie franchise as a whole is definitely a favorite of yours. Yes. Now, okay, what would you say your favorite movie is? Well... If someone said, write down your favorite movie. I would say Space Jam. Ooh, really? Love that. And I don't know why I've never thought of that before. Such a good movie. But yes. Because it combines all my favorite things. The original. Let's clarify. We have to clarify that. I'm not watching the second one. Sorry. Not only are we not watching it, we're not acknowledging its existence. Let's suck. I don't watch movies with the suck on there. The flop. It shouldn't even be called Space Jam. No. It should, it be, should called... be called. We don't even know what to call it. It's that bad. Yeah. Okay. So um, I love that answer. I've actually never heard that from you, but I love I that answer. I don't know why. I've should never we talk about how it? Michael Jordan used to sleep on top of me? Same here. Yeah. Um, if you were a kid, let's say late 80s, early 90s, baby. Did you or did you not have a Space Jam bed set? Tag in because both of us did. Michael Jordan uh, slept on top of me, which feels inappropriate to say and think about now, but it was great. And I actually don't think I had the sheets. I think I only had the comforter and then like the sham pillow case thing. Wow. Oh, infomercial. Love no, that. I did not have the Space Jam. I had the legit. Oh, you had Chicago Bulls. Chicago Bulls. Okay, okay. I even had the rug that was the court. That's kind of cool. The Maho room was. Can we get that now? Chicago Bulls. Can we get that now for the house? Sure. Um, okay. Gotta have That's a great answer. Not, like I said, I've never heard you say that. I know. That's a really good answer. I'm very impressed. Um, but probably, that's probably got to be But like, it. you really love Mary Poppins. I do. And I even included that in your music bingo birthday edition. Which was January's monthly music bingo, if we should make music bingo monthly. But you know what? Another one, probably the movie that I've seen the most, Three Ninjas. Mm. And so, I don't know if that that would be considered one of my favorites. Because I don't know if it would beat Space Jam. Space Jam is so good. But it is. It's up there. I've still never seen seen it so many times. Well, that's another thing I was going to say was... I think everybody has these movies that like, if it's on TV or if you ever saw it, like you would watch it no matter what, like 
You've seen it a thousand times. It could start at any point and you will watch it. Like if it's 37 minutes into the movie, you're still watching it. If it's an hour and 15 minutes into the movie, you're still watching it. Like if there's nothing else to watch or maybe even if there is, you're still watching it. And like for me, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days is one of them. But there's also like other, uh, I guess, chick flicks, just like maybe cheesy movies, like anything with Sandra Bullock. Speed. Anything with Sandra Bullock is, What's is the something one with Ryan I'm. Reynolds? That was a good one. There's several. The Proposal? Yeah. Like the one you're thinking of? That's a great one. That's always on TV. Also, like Miss Congeniality. Um, Heat was a good one. Just so many. Anyway. All right. Um, what is your spouse's. Oh, no, no. Would your spouse. I can't wait to hear your answer because I think I know what it is. Would your spouse rather listen to a happy, upbeat song or a sad song? Like a ballad or, I don't know, just a sad song. Happy song or a sad song? Ooh. Depends. How is it being played? What do you mean? Because you can have happy songs being played slow and mel- Okay. Then you can have sad songs being played fast. Okay. It makes a difference. Um, I don't know how to answer that. Because like dashboard confessionals can go pretty fast. You love dashboard, weirdo. And a lot of it's very de- depressive. Very. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't wink at me. And then. <sighs> Wait, remember that one time Ian winked at me? Yeah. Crazy <laughs> wink. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a thing. minute. Well, Annie never winked at me. Anakin doesn't have a code name because his name is a code name. Does Ian need a code name? I don't think Anakin can wink. I think he just blinks with both eyes. <laughs> but does Ian need a code name? Um, Cougar bait? Oh, God. No. <laughs> just Ian. Okay. We're step, going with Ian. Step daddy. Oh, no. That's okay. I'm going with Stepdad. Cougar bait. Ian. Do we just keep it at Ian? I feel like he needs a cool like I don't know, he's got like a Gallagher hair vibe. Maybe he should just be Gallagher. Gallagher. Alright, anyway. What was the question? Right. Happy or sad song? Man, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Um I definitely I definitely thought you were going um, 90s. I can't get happy with Pharrell out of my head now. Thanks a lot. Ooh, sorry. Yeah. I thought you were going to be like, all you listen to is 90s grunge. All you listen to is depressive music. Oh, I'm picking you? I yeah. thought I was picking myself. Um, well, you always pick yourself. Let's change it up. Um... You don't really listen to very upbeat, happy music. I would agree to that. I don't think you don't listen to, you don't not listen to happy music. I just, when I think upbeat, happy music, I don't think of something that you listen to a lot. Okay. 
I think it's fair to say that a lot of my, I don't think I like the wording of the question. It's like happy or sad, but I think a lot of the music I listen to is very angry, not sad. And not and really even angst. It's, it's really angry. Angst. Yeah. It's like yeah. anger, like an emotional deep seated anger. Like I'm mad at the world and it's not because I'm mad at the world. Just this, I don't know the songs that I like the most. Now there's a lot of songs that are very happy that I do love. There are some sad songs that I do love, but I think going with the majority of the music that I like, my favorites, it's angry, but like the music doesn't sound angry. Like the, like the meaning though sounds angry. Is that so I'm say? thinking Smashing Pumpkins type Ooh. of... You're using Smashing Pumpkins to feeling. sum up my... No, no, just feeling like that, where it's it doesn't have to be sad lyrics, but there's Smashing a Pumpkins bite to it. Smashing Pumpkins is a little whiny, I think, to describe my music taste. Today is the greatest. Yeah, like it's a little whiny. But see, that's I like so them. happy. Yeah, I like them, though. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, some of their songs are positive, but they sound not positive. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Um, so, I would, I guess, if we have to go happy or sad, I guess sad for me. I'd rather listen to a sad song, but that just doesn't, when I think I of that think it question, it doesn't, neither of those. Can I don't like, throw this I don't like happy out. or sad, but out. I will say, I think you gravitate towards happy songs, but I think it's because of the artists that you like. They're very, I don't even know if they're happy or if they're just high. Like the, high? Like. <laughs> high on life. Like, yeah, but the Beatles, they've been doing some drugs. Look. It was when Lucy everyone went in to India. With diamonds. Everyone went to India. They got heavily influenced. Okay. Yada yada. Let's just say things happen. I think in general, the best music is made. Hey, you know what? All the people you listen to were all druggies too. I agree. I was just gonna say I think both of us are like sex, drugs, and rock and roll. That era of music in general. There's a lot of people that don't fall into that category, but they were around that same time. And that music is just the best music. Absolutely. And the people that made music directly influenced by those artists. So like the Foos are not quite that old, but their music is like a direct influence from them. New music sucks. Let's just leave it at that. Okay. Last question. On a scale... From one to ten. One being not. I don't I was gonna try to think of something clever or funny. Um, and ten being extremely. How romantic is your spouse? And I absolutely cannot wait to hear your answer to this and how you justify it. Can you define romantic? No, I cannot. Thank you for asking. Then I would say an eight. Oh, okay. Why? What makes you say that? Oh, I have to give an answer why. Yeah, absolutely. You're very thoughtful and you're planning and gift giving or just celebrating a romantic time like Valentine's Day or my birthday 
or whatever, um, you're very good at that. You put a lot of effort and you're very thoughtful. And um, you really can tell that you are appreciative of anything I do. Is anyone else crying in the club? Okay. I don't want you to get upset when I answer this question. Oh, I'm not romantic. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say a six for you, which I think is actually generous. I think that's but fair. It's not because... Two things. Number one, I think you overthink stuff. Like, you got to make things too complicated. They don't need to be complicated. Or... You don't think about them at all. It's all or nothing, baby. But also, so that's one side of the coin. The other side, I think, is you're just more practical. I think I'm very much like a helpless romantic. Like, naturally, that's how I think, how I am. You're just more practical. You're like, I want to do something tangible that's useful and of value. And also, I think your uh, quote-unquote romantic value comes in like the everyday stuff. Like you get me without me having to explain myself or like you can tell how I'm feeling without me having to say like, hey, I'm upset or... I had a bad day today or whatever. Like you, you're very good at reading that without having to ask or whatever. Like you jump in and pick that up on your own. So I feel like you're less romantic because you're more practical and like reliable. Does that make sense? I don't know if that's the right way to describe it. Hey, I treat every day like it's V-Day. Okay. Wow. And I'm going to change my six to a two. All right, so those are my yes. two games. Um, one other Valentine's Day-esque thing that I wanted to share on the podcast was just like a little, how did we meet? Like our history of how we became the Kinseys. How do we get to where we are today? So where should we start? January of 2012. Was it 2012? It was. So in January of 2012, I had gotten my associate's degree in Maryland and decided to move far away, uh, 500 miles away. To Neverland? Absolutely not. To... Coastal Carolina University, which is right outside of Myrtle Beach. And so I was a transfer student. And um, on my first day of class, I don't really know how to describe this. On my first day of class, was it PE? Physical education, yes. Did you just say in a hat PE? Well, we got to understand this was a class... To teach people methodology, how to yeah, teach like phys ed methodology, education. yeah. Well, okay, but that's what I'm saying. But that was the right class. Correct. That was it. Okay, so it's like 
right around your birthday. It's early January. I think it would have been the week after your birthday if I had to estimate based on how they do their semesters. So I would say um, like early January, second week of January. Let's go with that. And this class was literally how to teach phys ed. Um, And I walked in and sat down. And then you came in and sat in front of me? Yes. Okay. And that's how we met? (laughs) That's the story. The end. Yeah, the end. Great times. Yeah. um, She didn't have much to choose from. I was the only guy. So. In that 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 class, class, yes. 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 Um, I didn't have much to choose from. Like, you're the only guy on the planet. That, too. I mean, come on now. Oh, boy. So, um, yeah, I sat down in front of her. Uh, Why did I don't you even know. choose that seat? Was it the only there open was someone, seat? No, no, there was someone no. I was friends with that was set in front of me. Oh, there so you girl. weren't, so I'm sorry, so you weren't sitting in front of me. You were sitting behind another girl. I don't know. I don't know why. Okay. I think I was a, I think I was already in this front is, of you. This is the first time hearing. I of think this. I was in front of you and No, I was in you. the I was in the room first before you came in. Were you? Mm-hmm. But now I'm I, I always was thought late. But I always thought you sat in front of me. And this wasn't a full class by any means, folks. None of the education classes were. Can you blame them? Um I would say like if there's forty desks, there was twenty students. It might in have been theory. more than that. I'm just saying it was like not a full classroom. Like we weren't jam-packed elbow to elbow. But also the classrooms weren't huge. But anyway, I would say like maybe 50% of the seats were full. Anyway, my point being, I remember that I was sitting down and you sat down. So I was in there first. But I always thought you chose the seat in front of me. But now I'm hearing you chose the seat behind another girl. Um, I just happened I to be in the vicinity. I chose the seat among other girls because mm. mm. i think i had more than one friend that was in that class that i've had classes with before. well if you if you didn't then you made them later yes i did okay so anyway we did not hit it off at first not in a bad way but more in like a this this pe class was very fun i i do remember it was very fun we did a lot of like games inside, outside, like all different stuff. There was like that cool exercise lab. We did all kinds of cool stuff in this class. We had a cool teacher. He was awesome. And we did tons of stuff. I love this class. Jonathan and I both at some point in our college careers wanted to be PE teachers. So I think we both really liked this class. But um, we just, just to be clear, this is not to become a PE teacher, this is part of the elementary education program. program. Yeah, it's a requirement. Um, but anyway, so we didn't hit it off right away. So I I don't know how to even describe the dating scene, but I'm going to fast forward through it. So there was some off and on dating for the next few years, but it wasn't immediate. Like, I don't even know that we dated at all that semester. I don't think we did. I think it was later, like well, the we next never semester. Hung out till the very end. It was like the very last That's day, what I'm saying, the day yeah. before you were going back to Maryland. So then 
We dated off and on, whatever. And then Jonathan ended up moving to Columbia, South Carolina. And again, fast forwarding a little bit. We eventually decided after dating off and on that it was like, are we dating or are we not dating? And we were just, we're going to give this one last go. Like, we're going to be serious. We're going to try this for real and not just like, sometimes we're on, sometimes we're off. Sometimes we're hanging out. Sometimes we're not. Sometimes you're annoying. All the time you're annoying. You know. Sometimes you're in my phone. Sometimes you're blocked. Yeah. So that was January. That was actually in January, believe it or not. That was 2016. January of 2016. Uh, 15. 16. No, it was either December 15. No, but because I, I feel like it was after like Christmas, like after the holidays had died down. So I'm going to say January well, of 16. It was in January. So we dated very seriously that year. Like we were two hours-ish apart and we were kind of on a, uh, we were both teaching at this time obviously in two different counties. So we were on like this schedule where Jonathan would come to Myrtle beach one weekend. Then I would go to Columbia the next weekend. And then the third weekend, neither of us would travel. We would stay where we were. And we did that for an entire year. Do you remember that? We were literally on a schedule. Yeah. We ate at Moe's every Sunday we when did. I went to Myrtle beach. Yeah. And we also continue that. We continue that tradition, the Moe's thing, when you moved back, but you worked in Mullins and you lived in Mullins. We continued that until you eventually moved back to Myrtle Beach with Chris. Uh, Slacker. Uh, what are we calling him? Uh, tush, push. Sure. We continued the Moe's Sunday lunch thing. No. Mm-hmm. We, I, when I moved back, I didn't live in Mullins. Yes, you did. No. It was before. Oh, well, then I guess it started then and then continued when you went to to Columbia. Either way, we did it both times. When you lived in Mullins and when you lived in Columbia, we did the Moe's lunch thing. Anyway, so on Sundays before he would drive back, we would eat at Moe's for lunch, which was great. The Moe's right across from Coastal Carolina. Anyway, so we were on that schedule religiously like we crushed it for literally an entire year so it was a well till the summer then i decided to move down oh it was just for the rest of that school oh, okay so it was like six months mm, january like to june five okay so like half the year we did that anyway i just remember a lot of driving yeah on both of our parts but also it was kind of fun It was, like, I miss Columbia. Like, it was, it was exciting to go visit you in Columbia because I love, I never wanted to live there, but I loved going there. Like, I, it was so fun being there, hanging out. I loved the people there. I loved the environment. I loved the excitement of, like, coming into town and going to find something to do and where are we going to eat? And we would go to all new places that I had never been. And I'm not saying that couldn't have happened in another town, but Columbia is really fun. It is, it is actually a really fun city and there's a lot to do, especially when you're young, 
there's a lot to do there. And there is also some really nice, like established neighborhoods in that area that we spent some time like hanging out with people there. Like when you would do a uh, hot summer's night and stuff like just, a, just Columbia is very nice. I, again, still at this moment, don't want to live there, but I do miss visiting there. And so that was, it was kind of fun for me. And I think you and I both like driving. So not that I want to be two hours away from you, but I just enjoyed the... No, you want to be two hours away from me No, now? I'm saying not that I want to be two hours away from you, but I think the excitement of like coming to see you, like I knew on Friday when I left school, I was coming to see you. So or that you were coming to see me. I'm boring now and, and she wishes I was two hours no, away so she would be excited to no, see me. No, we were young and it was fun and we're still young and fun, but in a different way. Life's just so different. So much has happened since then. And I just, I look back on that time. Like I think a lot of couples that have been long distance at some point, not that two hours is super long distance, but it's still long distance. I think that, Couples that have been long distance don't look back fondly upon that time. And I do. I feel like that was a really special time in our relationship. Like I have fond memories of that time in our relationship. It was so fun. And it's just a unique part of our story, in my opinion. Jonathan is literally reading an article while I'm talking about how special this time in our lives was. He's scrolling on his phone. Well, I've been through this. I even lived through it. I was there. I'm a primary source. I know, but you were like saying sweet things about how I'm an 8 out of 10 romantic. And your 6 is staying down at that too. You're literally scrolling your phone while I'm talking about how special this time in our relationship was. I am prepping for the next okay. segment. Thank you. So anyway, I... Then and now, I think even when we were in it, I loved it. Like, I really did. It was it was just, I don't know, special. I don't know how to describe it. Anyway, so then in January... She, of, just wanted, she just misses eating at Moe's every Sunday. Okay, I do miss that. You're not wrong. But also, I miss, like, Tin Roof in Columbia. I miss... How is a city that's so hot and humid feels so good at nighttime? Like when we would walk places at nighttime, it was always like, it felt so good outside. Like I could wear a leather jacket. Like, I don't know. It just well, walking around there was so fun. Y'all had the- up there in the summertime. Y'all also had, yeah, I was. I literally ran hot summer's night. Me and, what are we calling him? Who is he from Ocean's Eleven? Danny. Danny. Me and Danny run that shit. Anyway. And Bo. We can't forget Bo. My main man. Anyway. Walking around in Columbia and just, I don't know, the vibes are elite there. And like the pool in y'all's neighborhood. Do you remember that one day when we were just running around the building and like going in the pool and stuff? At the apartment? Yeah. Yeah. So fun. I don't know. I just have like a lot of fun memories of that time in our relationship. And it was just fun. And I liked it. Anyway. So then in January of 2017, we went on a birthday trip 
for you literally the weekend of your birthday. Jonathan's birthday is January 6th. For your birthday that year, I bought you a Citizen watch, mm-hmm. a beautiful watch. Why do I remember that? Because, I don't know, I was nervous to give it to you. Like, I couldn't figure out when the right time to give it to you was because we were in that cute little villa in, I don't know, I didn't have, like, an opportunity. Like, when we're at home, mm-hmm. you're asleep in the other room. I can set up in another room, you know, whatever. Anyway, so I gave you that watch for your birthday. And then the next day, Jonathan proposed. I did. Outside in the snow, I accidentally made him drop the ring. I didn't know that I made you drop the ring, but I did. Do you remember that in the water? In that little like no, bridge walk phone. across? Oh, your phone. You hit but my I, phone into the creek. It was that little, but I thought it was the ring. I didn't think it was no, actually your phone. It was oh, phone. I thought you were using that as like a code word. But anyway, it was on that little walk across bridge mm-hmm. between the villa and the winery, uh, Banner Elk, for anyone who's never been there. Dreamiest, most hallmark. I don't even know. How would you describe it? It's like literally like a hallmark movie there. Yeah. It's so stunning. Anyway, Jonathan proposed outside in the snow and our friends are in the villa taking pictures, Danny. And then strangers in the winery are literally opening the windows and doors cheering. On the porch. Yeah, but they're, they're like opening the yeah. windows and the door. Like people are coming out of the winery. Yeah. Anyway, so we got engaged in Banner Elk, North Carolina. Amazing. That was a great trip. That was truly probably the best trip we've ever taken. Engagement aside, just we just had so much fun that trip. Being snowed in was great. It really was. It was like, I listen, I hate the cold. I grew up in the cold. I grew up in the snow and I had plenty of fun in the snow. Don't get me wrong, but I don't like to be cold. That trip was so magical. Like everything about it. The walking around downtown, the little like Italian restaurant, the snow on the ground, sledding at the villa, the little winery being like, just walk right there down the hill, the views, the mountain, tubing. I'd never been tubing. That was the first time I went tubing. I don't know. It was just really cool. And then we went back there the next year with uh, Jones Mm, camping in Boone, which was so fun. Um, You got touched by a Wendigo. That was also exciting. That was exciting. (laughs) We ate at Jimmy John's because nothing else was open, remember? And we were like, you're not freaky fast. (laughs) Because it was a uh, coastal versus Liberty. Appalachian. Or App State. App State, yeah. And everything was packed. It was wild. we were starving because we had been, well, I had been running. And then we went hiking. Hiking. Then we went out. For like three hours. And then we went. Yeah, we went out also. Four hours. And then we went to this Halloween thing. Mm-hmm, the trail, trail haunted trail and which was sick we freezing and we hadn't eaten that haunted trail was sick anyway everything was hunky-dory after that and then we got married and um we were actually one of the first couples to get married in our wedding venue we got it for i think like a third of the price it's going yes. for now beautiful warehouse in conway almost is- destroyed thanks to one of three hurricanes yeah, that year. Our, That's another story. Our actual ceremony did get ruined. We couldn't have our ceremony, the place it was supposed to be because of the hurricane. Anyway, 
Um, and then so, 2020, we moved to Florida. We did. And here we are, living Making our best podcast. life. Oh, we also made a baby. Made a baby. She's the best. And then we made a podcast after that. So that's our story. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy early yeah. Valentine's Day. Um, and now we're going to move on to something else. Because although I love you, part of the reason why I love you is because you find weird stuff on the internet. So you're going to share um, weird laws. Is that what we're going with? Weird laws. Well, I'll let you choose. I but have... it's giving the nostalgia of haven't we had this conversation that it's legal to like beat your wife on the courthouse steps in South Carolina mm-hmm. on the second Tuesday of the month or something like that? All right, so I'll let you choose. I'm going with whatever that option is. Your weird laws. Mm-hmm. All right. So save the other one for our second February episode. No problem there. So this is coming from Fox News. Sorry, not sorry. And it's the 50 bizarre laws that have existed or still exist in America. So I'm going to give you description. And I want you to tell me... The state? What state you think it is. Oh, gosh. I don't think this is going to go well. But okay. It probably won't. We'll see how it goes. Okay. So Christina has always wanted to be a pastor. Yeah, I was she just has. saying that. And she, well, she couldn't make it as a nun. She didn't uh, like the outfit. But well, in this state, it is illegal. Wait, to, pause. I have a child that grew up Catholic question. Do pastors, they don't have a collar. That's just a priest thing? Well, even if you want to be the priest. I want to be a priest because okay. I like the collar. The collars are fly. So, wait, you can't be a priest, though. You're a woman. I can't be anything can but be a, a nun, nun, and I already ruined... No, not anymore. Would you like to be a rabbi? These are your three I'm options. Nun, rabbi, priest. Rabbi is Jewish, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm not Jewish. Member of the clergy. I don't think I meet the requirements. Well, this is the thing. You don't need to. But let's say one day you pretended you wanted to be a member of the clergy. I would wear a collar because the collars are flying. And you were in this state. You would get arrested. Uh, I feel like that should be every state. But I'm going to say Utah. Close. Alabama. Do you not? How is that close? (laughs) You know. I I don't. But I, I think Utah was a good guess. I'm not a bad guess. The LDS are like, but they already uh, have no. They already have made up religions in Utah, so I don't. LDS, yeah. They would all be arrested. Okay, I'm. I I need you to clarify how Utah and Alabama are close. They're close to each other. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on. By above. close, do you mean not? Correct. Oh, so okay. you would get a five hundred dollar fine. Oh, that's it. Or confinement to the county jail. For more, for not more than a year. So it's a misdemeanor. Oh, only a year? Yeah. I'm rocking the collar. You know there's games at the arcade or maybe your favorite restaurant when you're a kid and like, there's all those stuffed pinball? animals or really oh, cool toys. The claw. The claw. The claw. It's giving Jim Carrey liar, liar. The claw. Well, I'm thinking Toy Story. No, Jim Carrey. 
All right. The Claw in Liar Liar. You, I love that movie. You're acting like he's dead. He's not no, dead. No, but I just love that movie. So. I love him. In this state, no person shall alter the game so the Claw is unable to grab prizes. Which I think is every time you play a Claw machine, just you can't win. Say... You cannot alter the game so the Claw is unable to grab prizes. Display prizes in a way where the claw is unable to grab those prizes. Use money as prizes or award prizes in a game, which are redeemable for cash or currency. Well, it's definitely not any of the states I've lived in because I've seen not the not even the altering part, but the cash as prizes. I've seen it, and the things that are redeemable for pri- like whatever that like like Xbox. coins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or All like, kinds of stuff. I don't know how they fit a how you expect a claw to pick up an Xbox. I've I that can't be any of the states I've lived in. I it can't be. This is gonna be out west. Okay. Okay. Out west. I'm gonna guess Colorado. Not Colorado. Nevada. You're getting closer. But Nev- I was going to say, Nevada feels like the wrong place for that because they'll be like... Or they allow any type rig. of things. In and Nevada. we know how to rig the system. It's Arizona. Mex- okay. Arizona. And it's a class one misdemeanor. Interesting. Yeah. Have you ever wanted to eat a frog? I can't say that I have. Have you ever seen a frog jumping competition? I can't say that I have. Maybe in the Andy Griffith show. I'm, I don't watch the... I mean, I've seen the Andy Griffith show, but I don't watch it actively. I've seen it a couple episodes. Well, then you probably wouldn't get put in jail for this then. Because Thank in goodness. this state, you can't eat frogs that have died in frog jumping competitions. Oh. I know. Uh, shameful. Yeah. Well, no, I think that's good. I think I we should protect the champions. I mean, I don't know what you do with them. Is this like horses where you take them out back and shoot them? No, I think then it's... give it to the... I think it's like the shoebox burial. Oh, not horse crematorium? No. We're not going to cremate the frog? Is that like caviar? <laughs> frog legs. <laughs> but they're cremated. We're not going down this, this <laughs> black hole. Okay. All right, what state? Um, it's out west. Out west. That's a very generic term you keep using. Well, you have east, Oklahoma, Midwest. That's not really out west. Uh, Pacific time zone. Oh, I don't know the time zones, dear. Washington state. Close. California. I feel like they They're have a lot nutty. more to worry about than the frogs. Well, I think that's why it's on this list. As long as we're not eating each other, I'm happy. What's your thoughts about Silly String? It's fantastic. Really? I would think because of glitter. And There's for those no of you that don't know string. that Christina hates glitter. Oh, it's a, it's Satan's confetti. Um, but I would think you wouldn't like Silly String. Silly String doesn't have glitter. No, that's not what I'm saying. It's still messy, but and it gets all over the place and no, stains no. things. No, no, no. It does not stain things, first and foremost. 
if you buy the actual like good quality brands, it does not stain things. Second of all, it dries, hardens, and you can clump it up, collect it all easily. It doesn't stick to things. That's the perk. It doesn't stick to stuff. So it's like non-invasive. It just clumps right up and you can throw it in the trash. Well, do you think miners, not the 49, 49 miners. Miners? Like children. Anyone under 18. Right. I know what the term minors means. Thank you. be able to buy silly string. I, mean, I feel like I've can. bought silly string. They can. Well, not in this state. Okay. It's illegal to sell silly string to a minor without... An Iowa. No. This is actually on the East Coast. New York. You know they sell all kinds of Vermont. There. Close. Connecticut. Mm. Yeah. Stuck up. You had to have a legal guardian or parent. It's giving pompous. Yeah. Oh, it's also illegal to use silly string or like products on Halloween in California. Now. That's even with an adult. They might have to crack down on that kind of stuff because mischief night is a thing. It's alive and well. And I don't know if that's a thing everywhere, but... When I was younger, that was a thing. And there was like Rocket Power and some of these other shows. Shout out to the 90s Nickelodeon TV shows. That was a big thing. Mischief Night. And so maybe in California. Although, if Silly String's the worst thing that's happening to you, I think you're doing pretty well. But teach their own. Have you ever... Dyed eggs for Easter. Easter's not once. Really? Not once. I no, thought we I'm, did it together. I'm being sarcastic. Oh. Every single year of my life. That's what I thought. I was going to say. you. Every year of my life, religiously. Christina's parents still hide eggs for us to find. And we've been it's in the best. a war with I got hip finding checked. eggs. I got hip checked by my own husband. No. She was late to the game. Christina's like a, a baby deer running around looking for How eggs. She's dare all you. over the place like a zebra on roller skates. How dare you? Are you picturing what I'm saying? No. Because not only did I not hip check her. You did. She fell into me. No. She wasn't I would drunk like, in public. I, she was drunk in the bar. I had and not she's had into public. I had not had an adult beverage. My hip. Although Easter and mimosas go hand in hand, I had not had a beverage Shame at that point in life. That is Jesus's second birthday. He loves wine. And second of all, you did hip check me, and I would like to change my answer from earlier about your most annoying habit, which is lying and making up stories. No such thing has ever happened. Mm. Well, how, do you like dying eggs? I love it. It's so fun. How would you like to dye a baby chick that comes out of those eggs? I think PETA would have something to say about this. Not PETA. PETA? PETA? PETA. <laughs> well, it's a good thing. I think PETA... Is in from Illinois because in Illinois you cannot die a baby chick. I think that's fair. But we all love the little pictures. Beep beep beep. But you don't die chicks. You die eggs. 
But the eggs make the chicks. Then you dye the chicken. We had this discussion already on the podcast. The chicken came first. God made the chicken. The chicken laid an egg. True. Thank you, Noah. What do you feel about reptiles? What do I feel? Yeah. I feel that I like to see them at the zoo. What about at your local church? Do I want reptiles at church? Is that what your question yeah. is? Um, How would you feel about them being part of the sermon? Well, Satan is often referred to as a serpent. So I imagine that's where this is going. Do I want to be shown a snake while in church? Um, I think I'm not as scared of snakes as most people are. I don't love snakes. I don't want to invite one into my home. I have been running and had to like hurdle a snake before. And I didn't enjoy that experience. That's happened actually twice. But I also took my class on a field trip and like held a baby alligator, held a snake, like all of this. That being said, like, uh, I think it's unnecessary. And I also don't want to be handed a snake while in church. But like if the, if the priest just like pulled a snake out of his pocket and was like, peace be with you. Um, I mean, it's a good demonstration, I guess. Well, how would you feel if part of the religious sermon is that you had to be bit by one of those snakes or reptiles? I don't subscribe to that religion. If that would save you? From stupidity? From the burning gates of hell? I would say they need to be saved from stupidity. Well, you would like it then because in Kentucky, you're not allowed Stop to have... Stop it. It's not Kentucky. Religious... You're lying. Reptiles. Not Which Kentucky. is funny because I, when I watched the show Justified, they had one of those pop-up tents for religious ceremonies and one yeah, like of the a people, revival. Yeah, they had um, snakes, and the whole thing That's was thing. the pastor couldn't get couldn't die because um, he would get bit by a snake every day and. But the but the whole like fear mongering snake thing is a thing in like extreme sermons. Like I feel like yeah. that's a thing. So that's funny. It's funny, not funny, that it's Kentucky. So it's not allowed. You cannot use a snake in like a religious service. Is that what you're saying? Yes. So don't let me come to Kentucky and find one of y'all with a snake. Because we gonna go down to the Walmarts or the Krogers. And we're going to take care of business. What else can I make plural? Because that's a thing that all Kentuckians do. S. Oh, it's like a snake. S. Peace be with you. You didn't accurately appreciate that joke. So. I didn't. Yeah. Thank I didn't you. at all. Hopefully someone else did that was listening. So um, we'll finish this with... One that I think is probably the best one on here. Oh, boy. Uh, so far. The state or the law? Or both? Um, well. Because religious snakes in Kentucky is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've never been in the state. Never been there. Um, 
Well, that's that doesn't really narrow it down. You haven't been to a lot of states. So you're right. I haven't. I need to work on that. So Country this one roads. involves dancing, and we all know how you like to dance. You like Me? to get down. No. Tonight. Boogie boogie. Get down on it. Get down on it. So, Christina also likes to dance at Mexican restaurants wearing a sombrero. Oh, salsa. But I'm so sad. Just tell you this, you're going to be disappointed. Arriba! You can't do that in this state, <gasps> Dagnabbit. We're never going there. I know. You can wear it, but you just can't okay. dance in the sombrero. Specifically at a Mexican restaurant, specifically wearing a sombrero. This is illegal? Well, just anywhere in this state. Okay, but I'm saying at a Mexican restaurant? Or you I just cannot dance. dance wearing a sombrero. Correct. So the law say, like the law states, I cannot dance wearing a sombrero in public. Correct. Okay. Um, New Mexico. Yes. Really? Yes. Wow. <laughs> so I'm going to end on this one instead because this is totally the states wait but i thing. i was gonna say I, i'm also curious about certain states and what their law is can i ask questions so this state is tennessee <laughs> wait is the answer tennessee yes oh, okay the state is tennessee i'm just gonna tell you and in tennessee you cannot possess still or use as a weapon this item what do you think that is Banjo. No, but that's a great guess. They don't care about you stealing that. Um. I don't know. It's an animal. Oh. Um. You can't possess, steal, or use as a weapon. So you said. A moose. No, there's no. Do they have? I don't think moose there's moose in Tennessee. In Tennessee. I don't think so. I don't know. Um, a bear? Yeah, I'm going to go down to the store and buy me a bear and uh, train it to attack you. A dog? No. A, a skunk. Cat? Who is buying a skunk? I'm mad you made fun of who, me about a bear. Who is stealing a skunk? Who's stealing... Who's stealing any of this? But you were just making fun of me that I'm going to go down to the store and buy a bear. And you're like, oh, just, but the real story is I'm getting a skunk. Because that makes sense. I didn't say it made sense. I'm just saying a skunk. I don't like you that much. Um, What about Florida? Florida's boring. It's, the least on this list is you can't feed alligators. People try to do that I didn't know that, but I mean, that's like a logical law. Yeah. Okay. What about Maryland? Ooh, Maryland. And what about South Carolina? Those are the only ones I care about. So South sorry, Carolina. Sorry, not sorry. Males or men over mm. age 16 can't seduce someone under the promise of marriage. Thank you for the clarification that males meant men. Seduction under the promise of marriage to be an offense against morality and decency. Wait a minute. To clarify, I can't, as a man... Or a male. Seduce someone under the age of 16. Is what you just said. Um, 
meaning seduction under the false promise of marriage is right. against the law in South Carolina. But, However, a man wait, will wait, be wait. convicted if at trial it can be proven that the woman was at the time You're not of listening. the alleged offense Stop. and unchaste. Stop reading. That's even better. And please listen to what I'm asking. All right. I can't seduce someone under the age of 16 is what you said? You said something no, about the age of 16. I, males over age 16. Oh, so, okay. So we're taking out the like underage laws. I, so I thought you were saying something about me flirting with someone that was underage. So you're saying basically two consenting adults, you come to the bar and you flirt with me and I think we're going to get, <laughs> we're going to get married. Yes. That's illegal. You ain't allowed to flirt with me because you made me think we were going to get married. Yep. Now... I would like to clarify, there's a lot of crazy females in the world. Now, there's a lot of crazy men too, don't get me wrong, but let's be real. There's a lot of crazy females in the world. I feel that they might take advantage of this if they knew this was a law that existed. Well, then the rebuttal would be that but it wouldn't work because they were being lewd and unchaste. They are being lewd and unchaste. Yes. How is that a rebuttal? The girls are being well, lewd? it doesn't. Yes. What does that have to do with marriage? No, I'm saying like it, it won't hold up that these guys will go to jail because the women were being lewd and unchaste. That doesn't have anything to do with marriage. That's what it's saying. Right, but what I'm saying is... There must not be a conviction on uncorroborated testimony of the woman upon whom the seduction is charged. Okay, I'm hearing what you're saying. But what I'm saying is, first and foremost, that there are a lot of um, crazy girls, for lack of a better term, that would take advantage of this law. But you're saying, so let's say I'm a girl and I take you to court and I'm like, I'm suing you. I assume I can sue you for this since it's a law. I'm suing you because you hit on me in the bar and I thought we were going to get married. You're telling me your defense is I was being lewd. Yep. Okay. That's not going to hold up in court. I can tell you that Hold-ing right now. This, it will. Unless you're a Myrtle in South Carolina, that ain't holding up. I mean, in any court, that's not holding up. But the Murdals are the only one getting away with that mess. I mean, court but this. in any case, I don't know. We, you and I personally have researched some of these ass-backwards laws in South Carolina. And there's a lot mm-hmm. of them in South Carolina specifically. I'm not saying that there's not others in other states. I don't know. I've only lived in three states. But South Carolina specifically has a lot of ass-backwards laws, and they're very outdated. There is still, if I'm not mistaken, one of these laws about beating your wife is acceptable with an open hand on the steps of the courthouse on like the second Tuesday of the month or something like that. That's still technically legal. It's not because people necessarily, like your politicians in South Carolina believe this, it's because it's, they don't go back and look at it. Like, they don't make the change. There's so much that's just outdated there. But, you know, the Murdals are a perfect example of that. So, anyway. So, what's, um, moving Maryland? to Maryland is about 
Stench bombs. Excuse me? Stench bombs. Stink bombs? Any liquid, gaseous, or solid substance or matter of any kind which is intended to be thrown, dropped, poured, deposited, or discharged for the purpose of producing noxious, nauseating, sickening, irritating, or offensive odor. Is it illegal? Is illegal to manufacture, what sell, if, or trade. What if it's jello? If it's irritating, sickening, <laughs> noxious, nauseating, or offensive Wait a minute. odor. You said liquid or gas. Gaseous or solid. Okay. Or matter of or any solid. kind. So oh, anything. you said matter of any kind. Okay, I missed that part. I was going to say because jello defies all of those. Oh. So anything that smells. So no stink not bombs. I'm pretty sure some seniors maybe at the high school probably broke that law many times. But I mean, you can no longer throw dumb. the baby's diaper at people. I would, <laughs> I would think Maryland's probably got some spicier ones than that, but it is what it is. Anyway, yeah. Nothing says a little Valentine's Day romance like a stench bomb. Why are they not calling it a stink bomb? It's a stink bomb. You know, these are Odin laws, and back then, stink was not a word yet, or stink, or stunk. I'm about to sing the Grinch. And to finish up our podcast today, I do have a question for you. I'm scared. Okay. So we talked earlier about horse crematories. No, we didn't. Oh, yeah. off the air, yes. The you air. briefly mentioned it earlier, but off the air, we did talk about this, yes. Um, because... Why? Wait, to clarify, this is not something we normally talk about in our everyday life. If you don't know us, that's not true. We do talk about weird stuff like that, yes. but Jonathan heard about this on a podcast. Continue. So, on the John Chris podcast, he was talking about... Oh, shout out John Chris, yep. the podcast that promotes other podcasts. You can find other podcasts that we promote for free on our podcast that two people listen to on our Instagram at justkidding.podcast. So he was talking about, he just got off a three-day tour and he usually does not really crowd work, but he, to set up a joke, he- He was Matt Reifing. Asks someone- Oh, shout out Matt Reif. Into the crash, ask someone in the crowd where they work. Or what they do for uh, business. And he's like, of course I asked the one person that I had no reply to. Mm -hmm. And this guy was a, um, worked at a horse crematory. Which, to which I replied, I can understand a lucrative business in the animal cremation business. Like, that makes sense. I could even see like niching down to farm animals or like larger, maybe less domestic animals, but to specifically only cremate horses feels oddly specific. Anyway. I'm sure there's a niche. Is there a question? Yes. So they were talking about that and then they got on the topic of, would you want to be cremated? And that's my question for you. Oh, is. you're ending our Valentine's Day podcast asking me about my last wishes. Well, it is until death. We did agree to this. You know, I actually Mine don't... Mine might be sooner than later. I actually don't like that part of the vows because I feel like you should be together in the afterlife. But 
Oh, no, it's it's game oh, on. Oh, it's just free-for-all after that. Orgies all the time. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, What's the question? Do I want to be cremated? I'm coming for you, um, Queen Elizabeth. I've never actually thought about this. I don't deal with death well. Surprise. Surprise, surprise. Um... I don't think I do. Well, this is after death. I don't so. think... I know, but I just mean the whole process. I don't deal with it well. It's like a family thing, I think. But I don't think I do. But, you know, I also don't have any, like... Predilection of, like, not wanting to be, I guess. So I would say my preference would not to be cremated. But I also wouldn't, like, I'm not going to haunt you if you cremated me, I guess. You're going to haunt me either way, so let's be honest. I mean. I mean, that is your goal. Depends on what you choose to do with your life She's already I'm told gone. me that if she dies before me, she will come back and haunt me. When I'm gone, when I'm gone. So I'm, I'm kind You're of. You're going to miss me when I'm this is okay, the sorry. part of the podcast that Christina just sings random songs. I've been doing that the whole time. I know. It's and not good, not really that good at songs other than Lucy. Sorry. Um, so I was thinking about this and I don't know. I know some people that would like to be cremated and then like poured over the ocean or on their favorite running trail or someplace specific. Oh, if you tell me I got to run somewhere... And sprinkle your ashes. I will personally Let's, come visit you above or below wherever you are and whoop your ass. Well, let's be honest here. You are going to die before me. Okay. Wow. Okay. Probably death by dishwasher door. Okay. We can have this conversation off the air. What I will say on that note, though, is cremation is a lot more affordable than burial. And that's something I think about. So as well. that that's what I was gonna say. That that is something I could see playing into it, not being a burden financially. But I also have family members that like prepared for that. Like they they had the money set aside for what their wishes were. Um so again, I think I would prefer to be buried, I guess. I don't know. I don't think I have a preference. Is that weird? I don't think I have a preference. I just don't think you've thought about it. I think it. if I'm gone, I'm gone. I think it's more about how you honor me than it is about what you do with my physical body. Because my physical body matters very little. It's more about my spirit, like my soul. So I feel like it would be more... Like I'd be more concerned about what you're doing to honor me than the empty shell that was left behind. I mean, I honestly thought you'd like to be cremated and sprinkled over a Krispy Kreme That's donut restaurant. disgusting. Not on the donuts. That's disgraceful. To what? You or the Krispy Kreme? I am now uncomfortable with this conversation. I mean, could you imagine just sitting up on someone's mantle, just watching them? Now, that I don't want. If If I was cremated, I would like to be... I would like to have my ashes spread somewhere meaningful. Like, I I can't name a specific place, but no, I don't want to just be chilling in the house. 
I mean, you bored can just... in the house and I'm in the house bored. Moved around. Dead as a board. No, I don't. Thrown around. I don't want to. Like, for real, though. If I was cremated, I think I'd like to be put somewhere. But I don't think I have a preference. I think, I think, like I said, I think having my soul and the life that I had honored would be more important to me than what was done with the physical body that was left behind. Well, that was deep. I'm just being honest. I mean, seriously. Well, you're being honest, and I'm just kidding. And folks, have a great night. (laughs) And um, happy Valentine's Day. Till death do us part.